Hi, everybody. Adam Cook from Campus Inc. in the NIL store. Want to say real quickly, thank you so much for listening and joining us on this journey. And as a reminder, if you ever need any custom merchandise, youth jerseys, camp t-shirts, whatever it may be, you can always find us at campus.inc. And of course, for all your NIL needs, nil.store. We're going to jump into the episode. I hope you enjoy. Adam, I got a bone to pick about divvies in Chicago, by Lay the way. Lay on me. Lay on uh, me. So I thought in the winter when less people were, were biking, mm-hmm. there would be a million bikes available. I think that they've removed a lot of bikes you in the winter to repair them. I think your Baltimore mindset thought, oh, it's the winter. It's chilly. No one's going to be outside. And you didn't give Chicagoans enough credit. We don't give a what about the weather. We are going to bike. We are going to run. We're going to do whatever we need hey, to Sean, do. Hey, Sean, what there. else did you learn about Chicago parking this week? Well, I, um, well, apparently on December 1st, you can't park overnight on certain large roads. But So December 1st, <laughs> April, because uh, if you do, you're going to get towed. And so yeah. what's worse than the DMV, the Chicago, uh, I got a text. Chicago yeah. yeah the I, Chicago told, I, was, I was literally telling everybody that there, and everybody says the worst place on earth is D, the DMV. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's the impound. It's the city because, of Chicago impound. Yeah. It was a horrible, horrible experience, but, um, we love we'll the way you from, say we'll horrible. Get we love the way you say horrible. <laughs> it was a horrible experience. It's horrible. horrible. Uh, yeah. The well, best part was when my wife said, uh, <laughs> That morning when the car got towed and my wife said, oh, yeah, I read an article uh, <laughs> yesterday about how there was a ton of towings in Chicago. I was like, it's a great time to mention that. Thank you. So I've done – me and Sean are neighbors and I've done that exact same thing. Um, <laughs> I did it in January. Um, and then what's funny is we were on our marketing call and Haley goes – literally the day later she goes, you're never going to believe what happened to me. And I go, what, did your car get towed? And she goes, uh-huh. The worst part is it, it starts December first for for snow plowing. Yeah. Well, it's still forty degrees outside. We haven't yeah, had no we snow. haven't had a single snowflake fall, but here we are. And it's like four. We're recording in the afternoon, so it's like nighttime. I know this winter yeah, the, the, the four o'clock sunsets they really get to me, man. Um, when just counting down the days. Yeah, counting down the days till till daylight savings again. It has been a hot minute since we've been together. This is another episode of the NIL show. We had a, a little hiatus for uh, some travel, some holiday, um, some store launches, and there has been a lot going on uh, since we've all last been together and talked. Yeah, things are happening. Things <laughs> Very are happening. Wow. Like we, um, so first and foremost, um, news broke that we closed our, our, our round of funding. And I don't yes. think the three of us have talked about it because we had a couple of interviews with some guests. We haven't. Let's talk about it. How did that go, Stephen? Was that uh, stressful or not stressful? Well, Adam, let me ask you how it went from a, a bystander. Um, it was stressful as a bystander. Uh, I've never, never been a part of a company that has gone through a fundraising round. Um, you know, I, I, I learned a lot, which is always a good thing. Uh, the best part about it is when the round actually closes and you've successfully done it. And I will say, <clears throat> I'll never forget, you know, you and I, Stephen, have been friends for a while. Um, I've seen you in a lot of different roles. 
you know, husband, uh, trade show salesperson, uh, CEO. I will never forget when you went on my first million, which is like, <laughs> what, what would you say is your all time favorite podcast? Yeah. My it's first my all time favorite. And I remember watching, uh, you go on there for that two minute pitch and it was like watching a fish in water. Like you were not a fish out of water, a fish in water. <laughs> it was like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what he was made to do. It was brilliant. You crushed it, hit the, you, hit the nail right on the head. It was so Adam, fun to watch. Adam, Adam and Sean wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we, we rewrote that thing a hundred times. Yeah. So, so, you know, we took Mark's investment, um, last spring, we put that to work and it worked. Um, we started building out the team, hiring people, acquiring schools, athletes, all that stuff. And really, we knew that um, in order to really, really ramp this up, we we're going to raise um, some money. So we have some we're really fortunate because um, we have some awesome investors, Mark being one of them. He anteed up, which was pretty cool. Um, but Sean and Adam and me figured out what fundraising was for the first time, which <laughs> meant um, pitching to investor groups, uh, Sean and Adam came. We had a rolling rack going into a yeah. hall. <laughs> bring, bring the apparel rack, like on the cobblestone sidewalks of of Notre they Dame's campus. Us the beards. <laughs> yeah, um, Stephen in the beards. Yeah, and so yeah, we did two live. Well, we had one live pitch on YouTube mm-hmm. um, with my first million, and then we had two angel groups, um, West Suburban Angels and Irish Angels, mm-hmm. out in out of Notre Dame, and so we got to actually go do that live and. That was pretty. That was probably the highlight of raising money. Yeah, because well, we, we were pitched, all together. We pitched live to Light Bank as well. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Which is fun, but yeah, I, I mean, I think especially coming out of this like post COVID, everybody Zoom. Nobody wants to travel for work. Just set up a Zoom meeting. We'll get everybody in. I I, I do have to say it was really yeah. special and a really neat experience to just kind of all, you know, hop in the car, go meet these groups. That was uh, fun. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, I, I would think, say. Go ahead, John. I would say. I would say too. My, my favorite part of it, just having never been a part of a raise like like this. None before of us was, have been. <laughs> but but I, look, I was along for the ride. I was just excited to be to be invited and to witness <laughs> it and here, see guys. it. And, yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, but uh, to to see Stephen um, sharing all of our hard work, um, uh, he did an incredible job sharing it. But also. I think the part that I didn't realize was when you do those live pitches, they poke all kinds of holes and ask all kinds of questions. And it really gets you thinking about, you know what? We do have answers for a lot of things, but there are things that, hey, that's a really good point. Maybe we should think about that too. Yeah. Like um, the investors like, do you really need a marketing team? Like, you're going to get rid of that, right? That Who's just, that guy? Did you, just, did you just bring that guy along for fun? Does he do anything? I don't know. Brought him along for the hairline. That's why we that's brought him. Right. <laughs> What's cool is when you go through an investment round like that, you try to get as much exposure as possible in a short amount of time. And so we were getting introductions left and right. I mean, Adam, I would call Adam at night. I'm like, I'm just sending emails, talking to people. <laughs> probably, probably did 50, 60 meetings, you know, in a, in a couple least. of months. Um, and then they're like, uh, they need models and do, you know, financial models. So it allowed me, Sean, Adam, kind of our leadership group to just continue making our business more defensible. I think mm-hmm. what was cool. Yeah. Um, and then our car rides would be like, yeah, they brought up a good point. What do we want to do about that? Um, and so I think we, we all came together. What's really cool and what you learn about in VC world is they care about more about the people in the team. Mm-hmm. Um, 
than necessarily the product, actually. And so they say VCs invest in people and they mm-hmm. say team, 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 team product. And so one of our investments was based on a personality test that the whole team mm-hmm. took and we scored in like the top 1% percentile and they wrote us a check really without even meeting us. They said based on how well it rounded, balanced and structured the team is. Um, yeah. And that was that day, I think, was pretty cool. We were all like, cool. Yeah, it's yeah. a little confirmation of just like, you know, especially in the NIL space, we've talked for however, a year and a half. Oh, it's the wild, wild west. And, and that's an easy thing to throw around. But when you're in it every day, it really feels like, gosh, man, like everything's so new. Everything's a battle. Everything's a, a learning curve of like you have your knowns and then, you know, there's a lot of unknowns. And so it was, it really was a, an exciting vote of confidence of like, oh, wow, we've got the right people in the right seats in the right room. We're doing something exciting and something cool. And, and I think a good leadership lesson too, like going in and pitching those things, it's, it's okay to not know stuff, right? Mm. But, but you need to have the skill set or the disposition to tackle those unknowns and, and be willing to unravel it. And so th- that was some of the fun stuff about those car rides and the reflection of, wow, they asked a really tough question and I didn't know how to answer it. All right, well, figure it out for next time. Let's, you know, let's yeah. get there. That's good to know. We, we weren't aware of that. But what was pretty cool is they're like, you know, they would ask, you know, I remember they asked a couple of challenging questions and Adam, I'm like, this is our NIL expert. And you would stand up and like the heavens opened up and Adam would give this answer. That was like professor, dad, philanthropist. And there's like, wow, does he usually just sound that good when he says that? Or, uh, um, but even saying like, you know, we got Sean who knows every athletic, you know, they, they know every PR guy in the country. It was really cool when we could, we could say like, we have a pretty freaking cool team. Like it's a pretty cool team. Yeah. Um, Very grateful. And so I think that made it all the much easier and everyone's like, congratulations. And then we're all like, now the work really, really starts. Um, Yeah. You, you actually had a perfect analogy using the Chicago marathon. When we first started talking about this hmm. with our team, it's like, you know, it's 50,000 people that sign up for the Chicago marathon and it's, you know, this massive event and you're broken down by your, your time. Corral. So you, yeah, your corrals. And so like you show up and the race starts at nine or six thirty or whatever they tell you to show up and line up in your corral. And so the, you know, the race starts, but that whole time you're just moving closer to the starting line. Your, your race hasn't actually started. And that's what it felt like. Like we close that round and it wasn't like, Oh, awesome. You did it. It was like, Oh, awesome. You made it to the starting line. <laughs> yeah. Now go get to work. And now it's like, get, you know, get to the six mile mark, get to the 13 mm-hmm. mile mark, get to this. Sean, this is new to you. Cause you come from higher ed. Tell us about from your, your standpoint, um, what it's been like to work in a, in a company that's scaling fast and, and all that stuff. I think it's, your perspective is pretty cool. Well, I, I've, I've never been a part of a company that is uh, on the startup end of things or growing rapidly. I, I come from a behemoth where everything is set in place and everybody knows exactly what their role is. And it's been hard for me to come to grips almost with with this. Like everybody has a a somewhat defined role, but it's also like you help wherever you can. And ultimately mm-hmm. like the people that are successful are going to help the most are the ones that are versatile and adaptable and, um, and are ready to take on new challenges and like realize, Hey, um, even if it, you know, I liked the way this was done for two weeks, 
in order, if we're going to grow rapidly, I have to be able to adjust as we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't be stubborn. I can't be a stick in the mud. So yeah, it's, uh, it's been very interesting, but it's so much fun. It's challenging. Um, but everybody's in it together and you know, you all kind of have each other's backs. And when you have a great team like we do, it just makes it so much fun. I think I what's mean, fun. What's funny is where were you guys last, or Sean, what were you doing last week? <laughs> Um, I don't know what you were in champagne in the last week. Yes, I was in champagne. Where was I last week? What happened happened yesterday? What was I doing yesterday? Um, what's cool is so our 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 sales marketing team up in Chicago, and then we got our production manufacturing uh, two hours south. But oftentimes, um, they come down and, and help. Um, and it means the world to that, like to the production team, but like. Sean was making sure Purdue, you know, names and back names were perfectly organized and like working alongside the team that's actually printing the shirts and doing that. And I thought that, like those are the special days where you're like, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. No one is above, you know, folding shirts for a little bit or getting some stuff out. Um, yeah. And didn't hurt to hey, get man. some Illini tickets. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the first thing I saw Sean do today when when he walked in, I was sitting in my office. The first thing I saw him do was take the trash out. I, said, I mean, you, you just got to do man. it. He forgot hey. to put the trash bag back in, mm. but, uh, but he took the trash <laughs> Somebody out, else you know, can do just... that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. I got a couple things. I know you guys got a couple bullet points um, mm-hmm. and I want to make sure we get through them. Um, I think, wh- what do you want to pick off the list? We've, we've got some new schools. We've got some cool things happening with some of the coaches. Sean, Let's, what do you want? What do you want to start with? Well, I, I mean, I, I think we got to lead with the coolest thing that has happened. Um, at least in my mind, I think you guys agree. But the Indiana women's basketball head coach wearing our merch you, on the side—you got real good. You got really like emotional about this. I had goosebumps, man. Um, <laughs> I, I've worked in, in directly in college sports with coaches for a long time, and I, like. I, I, I'm a big dreamer when it comes to certain things, but I, I just never in my wildest dreams ever imagined a coach would be wearing a player's merchandise on the sidelines. There's, there's politics involved. A coach doesn't want to make a, a certain player upset because she singled one out. Um, and I also just, I, I didn't know it was possible. Um, and so the, yeah, the Indiana women's basketball coach, uh, her star player is injured and she took that opportunity to show her support by, by wearing her merch on the sidelines on national television. It's just it, the coolest thing ever. Professor Cook, could you tell us the legality politics around a coach? So th- I believe based on legislation, they're allowed to purchase NIL stuff. For yeah, hundred um, percent. And then, yeah, could you talk a little bit about that? Because I, I, I immediately, I was like, Is "She allowed yeah. to do that?" And we, so we all questioned it too. It always gets a little wonky with legislation and policies changing, but but the way that the interim policy is written right now is that coaches are allowed to support NIL activities for student athletes. They can buy their merchandise as long as they purchase it at what it goes for on the market. Um, they can support a student athlete um, in, in whatever way they want and their NIL activities, as long as it, like I said, is the same way that everybody else can support it. Um, and so it, it, it's, it's a little bit of an easy thing for a coach to do from like a, a legislative standpoint, but it does get a little wonky like Sean was talking about in terms of the politics of the school or maybe even the politics of the locker room. And, and the thing that I thought uh, was so cool about this, and we were talking on three about this as well, 
is you have so many roles as a head coach, right? You, you obviously need to win games and you need to help your, your athletes get better. Um, but you're also a mentor. You're also an, an advocate. Um, sometimes you may even fill a parental role. And so it's, it's managing that locker room and that team of people who come from so many different backgrounds, but are all going towards the same goal is a really challenging thing to do. And I think it, it kind of demonstrates a lot of the limitless potential of, of NIL and also what a great team that, that coach has that she felt confident of saying, Hey man, one of our star players is hurt. And that could potentially be an identity crisis for her, right? When you get injured as an athlete, it's, it's crushing. It's a difficult thing to navigate. So to be able to show her support in that way, have the entire team still be on board with that. Um, and, and to do that on a national scale on ESPN against UNC, get the W and then talk about it in the press conference afterwards, I think is one of the highlights of this is good news. NIL, this is not controversial. <laughs> so, this is awesome. Sean, how yeah. do we react to it? What happened? What was the aftermath? I mean, I, I beat this to a dead horse that sports is all about moments. I say it to all my friends. I say it to my family. I say it here all the time. Sports is moments capitalizing on emotion. And it's so true in the NIL world too. And our guy, Brock Anthony, I think he sent the original text to our, to the group. Super fan Brock. Uh, yeah. Like Brock was, Brock happened to turn it on. He saw it. He was the first one on, on it that the coach was wearing the merch. And I, I'm immediately like, can you get a picture? Send us a photo. And so, uh, we actually had our holiday party that night and like an hour before that. So we're getting dressed, we're getting looking nice. Um, but I, I think so Brock sends that. And then I, I think I texted the group. I was like, guys, we got to get this. We got to get this merch up again. So the crux of the story is it was a limited drop for Grace Berger, their star player, but the store had already closed. So this, the, that merch that the head coach was wearing wasn't currently available at that time. So we had to make the decision, are we going to make that merch live again? And obviously it was a no brainer knowing that that coach was going to be all over national TV. Um, it's, it's, it, you can't, you can't put a price on that kind of earned media. So uh, I, I think I said, well, we got to get this up. And then Adam, you, you're like, run it, let's do yeah. it. I, I was, I had Cal, my son, he was like <laughs> on my shoulder. I had one hand, like opening up my laptop, like making them live again. And, and to, to, to your point again, Sean, I mean, we talk all the, about this all the time. We're fans first, right? We want to support our student athletes. And so once we made that live, it's like, hey, cool photos, awesome coaches doing this thing for the first time ever. But here's where you can go get it, right? This is really about grace. Right in the comments. And, yep. Always in there. Yeah. And so we sold. It went It went off that night. Several mm-hmm. hundred units. I'm, I'm, I, have, I have two other NIL feel-good stories. Um, one was... so where maybe a player might not be able to make money or they've forfeited their money. Um, one was at Illinois with, was it Randolph and Washington? What were mm-hmm. they? Yeah. The law yep. firm. Um, yep. So there was a, a law firm locally that wanted to partner with the Don Moyer boys and girls club and work with two athletes. And so the athletes decided to forfeit their NIL money and donate that to the boy, the Don Moyer boys and girls club. Four five hundred. I mean, four five thousand dollar fundraiser, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I just thought that was really cool because, and we saw this, you know, like we're Sydney Stevens is doing this with Meta and and and, and stuff, but it's it's cool to see the athletes now starting to turn their nil for good, yeah, um, mm-hmm. and finding creative ways and, and being humble about it, and you know, the athletes they didn't make a dime out of it, um, but it was just. 
was really, really cool to see three, you know, three units coming together to pull that off. Yeah, so I, I thought that one was really special. Any other? Ooh, I got one more. This is actually a little controversial. Well, not controversial. Um, okay, Chase Brown for the Heisman hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you saw Illinois football, there's a bunch of they were sending out Chase Brown shirts to distinguished voters, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. um, Chase had to forfeit his NIL money on those garments um, because that would be the university then buying those shirts. Right, Adam? Yeah. yeah. So, so a, a coach as an individual, we just talked about this with Grace, can you know purchase items for herself, but an institution can't purchase items um, that have NIL uh, uh, marks tied to them and, and compensate an athlete in that way. And so it's a little bit of a, a, a no brainer again for, for chase and the institution, but he's actually, um, he's, he's up for the Doak Walker award, which is the award for the best running back in the country. Um, and what schools will do is, you know, they'll say, look, this is our guy, you know, he, he's crushed it this year. Um, there's a group of voters. It's usually media journalists. And so, um, they'll, they'll, they'll try to put some things together that say, look at the stats that our guy put up this year. You can't beat it. Right. Um, and so they did this really cool, like gift box that had, um, he's Canadian. So had some like Canadian maple syrup in there and then his like laser engraved glass. Yeah. yeah with it was logo. with his logo on there. It was super rad. And, and again, a huge feel good story of just seeing like how, what an awesome moment to be able to see your logo, your face, your merchandise celebrated in that way at the collegiate level. I mean, that's, that's what it's about and, and giving people an opportunity to celebrate your accomplishments. There's a common theme here with this episode. It is things that have never been done before. I mean, that that has literally never been done before. I mean, when I when I worked at Maryland, we would send out those media uh, things trying to push our guy for a big award. And one year we made a comic book for one of our guys. But to mm-hmm. actually use a player's nil merchandise in their pack mm-hmm. to get a, get a voter excited about 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 so, voting so for an award. On this I, never it's been, never been done. It's ever, so cool. Okay, on this never been done. Then there's two more things we got to go through. Let's talk about Purdue and whatever the hell is going on with this album. This is amazing. It's so cool. <laughs> I'm like losing my mind. So, okay, I'll give I'll give the contextual background because this I was tried super- to understand this yesterday. I couldn't as I, I was like, what? There's a freaking elf we're selling. It's unbelievable. Dude, I'm so proud of our team as well. This was crazy quick turnaround. So, um it, it just as like some sort of promotional activation uh, Purdue men's basketball. They have a player, Caleb first. He's a hilarious guy. They did this like media promo for a giveaway where he was going around campus pretending to be, you know, buddy, the elf and had some funny promotional things. Um, the whole purpose of it was to, uh, create some hype and some excitement around a food drive that they were doing at the game last night. CBS sports got a hold of the promo video. It ended up going viral. It was, it was hilarious. You should check it out. Google Caleb first elf. Uh, and you can see some of the videos or, or find boiler ball on Twitter the day before the game, uh, university reaches out to us and they're like, Hey, this is catching fire. People are really excited. We'd love to do a Caleb elf thing. Um, you know, as a part of this and we're like, Oh cool. Like when do you need it by? And they're like, well, Tip off is tomorrow at seven. It's like, okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, they sent us some photos, which was great um, of just, you know, him and his elf, you know, elf shirt or whatever. We spun up a design, got it up on the site, um, got his, got Caleb's approval for it, of course. Um, 
And along with an elf poster that they gave out to anybody who brought a bunch of canned food for this food drive, which the food drive went absolutely bananas. Um, they also gave people an opportunity to purchase this Caleb first elf shirt. It's kind of like an ugly Christmas sweater style. And I mean, in the first, I don't know, like two or three hours, like it had way surpassed any of our expectations. So, um, even today sales were still rolling in today. So again, a really cool thing of just like seeing, seeing this, this awesome activation happen, this kind of cool promotional item. Caleb is the star of it. So, you know, let's, let's tie it to an NIL thing and let them, you know, yeah. And like on three covered it quick. I can see a bunch of it came from there. It's pretty cool how the, uh, the industry is sort of starting to cover it. Um, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, 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 that, that Purdue promotion was one of the coolest I've ever seen. My wife, Cassidy, she works at DePaul in the marketing department. She's always thinking about that stuff. And I was talking to her last night. I, I was like this from start to finish, they hit every box from video to charity and then working in the NIL angle too. Um, I think it gets other schools thinking like, wow, we need to really get our wheels spinning a little bit on how we can help activate our players also. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just really special to see. And I was also, I'm so impressed, like Adam said, with our team um, and how nimble we were to take advantage of that opportunity. Because ultimately, um, that's how we have to be. Those opportunities come and go quick. And, and if we can't do it, somebody else will. And so to be able to take advantage of that opportunity in that moment, that's really, really cool. Purdue the Elf. <laughs> Purdue, um, Purdue the Elf, what's your favorite color? Uh, okay, let's go. Should we, we'll stay in Indiana. Cardigans. What is going this on? Is, this is your baby, Steven. You got to talk about this one. So I, I, I'll, I'll ask the questions here because these launched today. And this is where your genius comes in, I think, Steven, of like <laughs> doing these these crazy things that end up being unbelievably <laughs> awesome that nobody else would, would, would think about. Um, that's why you're the disruptor. Uh, how did this even start doing these cardigans and candy striped sweaters? We, we were working with Indiana super early on and, um, I just kind of started thinking, you know, uh, we're not doing basketball jerseys right there. Mm -hmm. Thanks Adidas. Um, (laughs) but, uh, I was like, what else could we do that is, you know, a premium product that's cool. That's got an edge to it. And in in my career, I've made some pretty weird things, um, you name it. So I was like, what if we, yeah, what if we bring in like knit sweaters or something for the holidays, or like ugly Christmas sweaters? And so I started talking to some of our manufacturers. I sampled candy stripe sweaters, um, Indiana candy stripe. Maybe it's because Carson went there and she thought it was cool. Um, so I sampled them a couple of times, brought them in. Uh, they were pretty sick not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then we're like, okay, we have these candy striped sweaters. What do we do with them? How, how do we activate with it? And so um, the thought process was do it around the holidays. So that just released today, we're going to do a super limited run of them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, a couple hundred pieces. And um, because there's not any logo on it for an athlete, let's partner with the collective or the, you know, like the, the philanthropic collective, mm-hmm. um, an orgs at that school. And so talked to Tyler from here, uh, Hoosiers for good and, uh, said, you know, like, can we do our NIL donation to that instead? Um, Sean's just got everyone at his fingertips. <laughs> there you go, Sean. That was, that was eloquent timing. Thanks. That was our new hire, Jason. Wood. <laughs> hey, Jason. Okay. Thanks, Jason. Um, but yeah, so we brought these in They're They're awesome. You would never see me wearing one, but I'm sure anyone, uh, 40 miles east of us would. 
Um, and so, you know, we did it. What was really cool, and I think my favorite part, was all of the local bookstores at Indiana also joined in. Mm-hmm. So we got Legends, um, which is the one in Assembly Hall. We have Follette. Um, and we have the Indiana shop um, powered by Game Day Spirit. And they each brought them in. And now they're going to be everywhere. And the athletes are going to be promoting it. And here's um, here's what's cool about the Hoosiers for Good partnership, from my perspective, staying with the theme of, of you know, this, this uh, podcast is they are, like you mentioned, Stephen, the philanthropic collective. Um, they really pride themselves on, on not just like, oh, we're going to create marketing opportunities for athletes or ways that athletes can, can earn money. But their whole mission is to uh, partner Hoosier student athletes with local charities. So whether it be YMCA, Boys and Girls Club, um, uh, Stop Violence in Indianapolis, like all of these really special charitable organizations that are tied directly to the community, they give opportunities for the student athletes to come in, uh, be a part of those, connect with kids, connect with the local community in meaningful ways. And so to be able to use, you know, some of the NIL avenues and this really cool, unique piece, uh, just to further those efforts, I think is another great, feel good, never been done, awesome NIL story. Look, like we're a merch-enabled marketing company. We have to come out with cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 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 what we're here to do. We come out with weird products. We figure out limited drops. Like we're always thinking about the next thing. You know, bowl games are coming up, um, and that's pretty cool because I think everyone's kind of getting their head wrapped around the same way. It used to just be me running around with stupid ideas <laughs> that sometimes worked half the time, and now there's a whole room of us. Mm-hmm. And I always say like. You're only going to have a couple good ideas every year. <laughs> uh, but if you're not willing to flop, you know, you'll never you'll never taste what it's like to have them. And uh, I think in, in my career at Campus Inc., we've done some crazy things, setting up the pop-up store in downtown Chicago, opening up a pop-up shop next to a bar that was closing. Like, we've done enough stupid things that have gone well to know if, if it's not a high risk, like, it's always like, yeah, let's try it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's try it out. Mm-hmm. And you never know what's going to happen. It's doing pretty well. It launched a couple hours ago, um, which is pretty cool. And we have we had no idea how it's going to go. Yeah. So king of king of stupid ideas that work occasionally. Hey man, that's I think that's one of my in my short tenure here at Campus Inc. That's one of my um, one of the things that I have appreciated and learned so much from you is like just that approach of let's try it. If we don't know, let's try it. Yeah, and I think my our, you know Jed, my business partner, is the one that's like. You want to gamble on it? Like, yeah, what's the risk? Let's try it out and we'll see what happens. We've done that with equipment. We've done that with emailing billionaires, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something we want to foster in the company. We've been, we've hired a ton of people in the last two months. Yep. I mean, we have 22 people in Chicago now. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how many. We, it's, we have everyone's desks are filled. Yep. Um, but everyone's asked, like, uh, how much creative freedom do you have? Like, are there a lot of rules? Like, and I'm like, uh, we need more rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, we want our account managers and marketing team to see something and take advantage of the moment. We don't want red tape. Right. Like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. You know, if we get our hands slapped occasionally, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So... Well, um, at the end of the day, we're, we're it, you know, it's from it's it's from a good place where we're trying to activate things the right way and cool stuff that nobody's doing. And so, you know, as long as you go at it with good intentions and you're not trying to be malicious, people are usually pretty stoked on what you're doing. All right, Sean. Meta. Oof. <laughs> this is your baby. 
it's 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 pretty cool. I mean, we're we're Campus Sync is being mentioned in the same sentence as Meta, which is on the surface awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, Meta approached us to work with us to um, activate athletes to use their Instagram shopping reel feature, uh, and we've been rolling out over the last week and a half. Um, Ten of our top athletes sign on our platform, dropping their limited merch through the Instagram reels. And it's, it's been a really cool experience. It's been very eye opening. Uh, but I think the athletes have learned a lot through it also. And, and I think they've seen their sales, um, result, uh, in a positive way because of the different things that they're trying. And, and so, yeah, it's been very, very cool. So Sean, give us a little context. Like traditionally, if you want to buy something from the Indiana, you know, NIL store, you would go to the web, you know, you might see us on Instagram yeah. or get an email, yeah. but you're going to go to the website and yeah. you're going to buy it. How is it different now with our athletes, Meta, what the athletes are able to do? Because I think there's a, you're a marketing guy. So you like, you're like, oh, that's sweet, whatever. But yeah. I think there's something special there and what they're, what they're helping us out with. Well, I would say that the cool thing is that we are able to activate it on the back end so that the athlete is able to tag their own merch whether they're posting their feed or whether they're posting their story. So they get access to that. Um, we can do that across across the board for any store or any athlete. Um, but beyond that, we can also choose an athlete to literally have a view shop button on their profile page of their Instagram. So if somebody's on their homepage of their Instagram, view shop button, sending them directly to their store um, through Instagram. So a couple of really good tech backend things that make that shopping experience so effortless for the consumer. Um, that's just really, really cool. And I think the other thing that's awesome about it too is like, you know, you talk about obviously the ease of shopping, easy for the consumer. That's all great. But this term of like the creator economy is thrown around and athletes really are unbelievably creative. Um, we've, we've seen that, um, there's some maybe are more than others, but, but we've seen that to be true. And so what we talk a lot about around here regarding NIL is it, it stands for something name, image, and likeness. That's somebody's name, image, and likeness. They should have ownership over it. They should have agency over it. And so what this has really done is, is also allowed them to have more, ownership and agency over the creative process and how their products are tagged in social media and how they create reels and, and where they're able to activate those shopping moments and, and connect with their fans really directly, which is a super special part of being an athlete connecting to your fans. And so it's been really neat to watch these athletes take a hold of it and, and watch the interaction take place. It's pretty cool. You don't even have to leave the app. You can buy it right on Instagram. 100%. Um, they make it so easy. We're fortunate. Meta, you know, a, a lot of that money went just like straight to the athletes, um, yeah. which was really, really cool. And, and we're really, really fortunate to continue doing more and more things there with them. Yeah. Um, we're excited about even yesterday. Uh, or did we beat? We beat Illinois beat Texas on Tuesday. What day is it? Monday. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. Um, what were you doing last week? Sean? Funny, like, <laughs> yeah, Coleman Hawkins, uh, Coleman Hawkins texted me on Sunday and he's like, Hey, we're flying out to, you know, t- uh, to the garden. I need two shirts, uh, for my family. And so, you know, um, no problem. So we, we did it, dropped him off to him at practice. And then sure enough, we're watching the game. I think his sister and mom mm-hmm. were wearing it, uh, awesome. right on the sidelines and camera crews were on them the whole time. Um, he missed a free throw that was kind of important. And so they were like getting <laughs> mom's reaction. The picture's really, really funny. 
Um, but it's, you know, and then after the game, he's like, he sees the products on there. Um, yeah. That's cool. That's NIL. That's yep. not, you know, and, and I think that's what we, when we're doing this, we work with students. We're not just trying to sell for the athlete and never talk to them. Right. Part of our joy, you know, a lot of people are like, oh man, you have to deal with all the athletes. Yeah. We're a company that works with college yeah. students. It's the like, best part. That's what we, that's yeah. what we want to do. It is fun. Our account managers enjoy it. It is literally like the relationships, you know, that's, that's what we're here to do. And it is really, really fun um, to work with them and um, feel like you're part of their squad and, and tribe. And, and they're super grateful too when you, when you do that stuff. So um, yeah, th- those are special moments that have not happened in NIL before that are happening for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else, Sean? You got anything else? Sean, well, uh, the, you just, have two more things for sure. We made yeah. some announcements recently. Well, yeah, I was just going to run through a rapid fire a couple of our recent things. I feel like a million things have happened this past yep. week. But like maybe when we do our episodes now, we can be like, uh, we can save to the end of what schools yeah. are launching because <laughs> yeah. yeah. the list is it's getting fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're gonna need some Christmas elves through here checking off who's naughty and nice on yeah, this list. Is, is Caleb first available? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can run through the, the schools that we've announced that we'll be making stores for most recently. We had Penn State is on board, mm-hmm. obviously a massive national brand. Florida State, massive national brand. Uh, Syracuse will be announced in a few days. Again, another massive national brand. So those three things right there, uh, massive. And then, Adam, you, you can touch on the store that we just made live and the, the ones that are coming. Yeah, so uh, Virginia Tech, Hokies.nl.store is now live, which is really exciting. Um, MJ Collins has a limited release up already, which has been really cool. Um, they've been a, a good partner of ours from from the beginning. You know, you've heard us talk yeah. a lot about Keely Rochard and Virginia Tech softball. And so to have their store, you know, up and live for for everybody across campuses is really exciting. So, um, yeah, it's just it's to your point, Stephen, there's just so many rewarding things in this process from providing good opportunities to athletes, connecting with them, creating those special moments and then seeing the stores yeah. launches, you know, it's 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 chef's kiss. And, and some of them we, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, like, who, who do you have now? And some of them, you know, we don't talk about them until they're completely closed just for, you know, respecting. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the ones coming up are uh, heavy hitters. Game changers. <laughs> we yep. got some big boys. We have, uh, we like, I, it's funny. I, I, I get on calls and, and, you know, catch up with people and they're like, wow, I've seen you on LinkedIn lately. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, do you get that Adam and Sean? Like, I, like, like I was just telling Sean, I was actually, literally just talking about LinkedIn. <laughs> right, right before this podcast. I was like, it's so funny. You know, there have been times in my career where I'm like on LinkedIn, like, oh, I wish somebody would reach out to me. Like, man, I'm trying to grow my career, whatever. And and now we're here and, and you know, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm not going anywhere. My LinkedIn has never been more busy. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> it's great. I'm, I, I love yeah. hearing it, but it's just, it's, uh, awesome. it's funny. Yeah. The LinkedIn is yeah. moving and grooving, but it's, it's cool. We've had a lot of really great people reaching out and, um, we try to get back to everyone as quickly as we can. Um, Sean, Adam are probably better than me. Hey, um, it's it's a it's a confirmation that it's a great community out there. Everybody, you know, people want to connect. Yeah, but we, and, we're yeah. learning from so many people. Yep. Um, and so this is this is how Adam, Sean, and I and the team let our parents know that we're not just doing that teacher thing. <laughs> um, you like, never yeah. check in with me. I only see your updates uh, on LinkedIn. Yeah, was, yeah. But like, man, I remember growing up. Like, I gra- like graduated from U of I. 
uh, and I'd go back to family Christmas and be like, are you still doing that t-shirt thing? <laughs> <laughs> yep. my, my favorite joke, my favorite joke that you would always open up your, your, uh, pitches with when we were on the road was, you know, I went to U of I studied engineering, uh, came out a t-shirt printer. Parents weren't super happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I use my engineering degree to learn about T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. It's a beautiful thing. Things are um, things are rocking and rolling, man. Well, we're going to be up back on the grind on these, um, and and the next month is going to be cool. We are going to be in Vegas, which we're going to have to start hyping up, taking twenty four people to Las Vegas mm-hmm. licensing trade show. Twenty four people to Vegas, so that will be interesting. Um, nonetheless. This is an awesome episode, guys. I appreciate you. That's great. Really good to reconnect. Glad we're back on the grind. See ya. Peace. Hey, everyone. Adam Cook from Campus Inc. in the NIL store. Just wanted to say thanks again for listening and joining us on this journey. And as a reminder, if you ever need any team wear, custom merchandise, rec or youth league jerseys, Uh, fraternity and sorority wear or company merchandise we're always here for you you can find us at campus.inc and of course for all your nil needs nil.store